The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. We're on the air, big boy. John Daniel Rudd. Uh, how long have you been my physician? Good morning, Truman. Good to be here. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a while. I don't I don't know exactly there. It's been a long time. Yeah. Hey, gosh, uh, I first met you. It's been uh, well over thirty years ago, and uh, I'm still alive. Well, I think we both are. Are we? Are yeah, sure? I think we're. Take, yeah, take, take yeah. your uh, temperature and, and your uh, um, hit your wrist and see if you're still got a a, a normal uh, heart rate. Yeah, it's it's good. Seventy it? seventy six. Okay, we were talking about something that I didn't realize. You and Doctor Johns went to see MTSU play in Hawaii years ago. Years ago, that's right. Yeah, that's amazing. In fact, both of you were two of the most amazing doctors we've ever had here. In uh, I don't County. know about that, but it, it's oh, like, actually, you, you know, were. but it, it's good to be here anyway. Yeah, you know. what's good uh, about it? Uh, well, we don't have COVID today. Yes, that's good. And oh, I knew you was going to bring that up. I, I know. Said, oh, people say, what are y'all going to talk about today? And, and I say, I hope it's not COVID. I, I have heard so much about that. You know that England, uh, is they're not going to have any uh, protection against COVID anymore. They've just, they say, we're uh, t- uh, taking everything clean from now on and the heck with it. Yep. I like that. Well, that is effective on Thursday. Yeah. This week, Thursday. So it's it's coming, and it needs to. It, the time is ready for that. I think that we're seeing, um, you know, like we talked about before, mm-hmm. the current Omicron version of COVID is of the SARS-CoV-2 is is really like an attenuated vaccine. It it's a much milder illness. It still can cause serious illness, but many many people are developing immunity because of infection and we're going to see true what they call herd immunity. Um, That's what I've been yeah, waiting for. Yeah, it's coming real soon and we're we're in a very good spot um for that and I I think this year we're going to We'll move well past COVID, and 
by spring, um, early summer, there'll be really no mention of it anymore. Yeah, I, I've. Uh, was it part of the scare mentality that causes it to last so long? I, I it, it, it just, you, you know better than than any of us, but most of us should know that we're all different. Every every human being doesn't have a a, a double anywhere in this world. So right. so. Uh, we're going to relate to different diseases in a different way, each and every one of us. And it can be uh, terrible for some people, and other people, it's just like getting a common cold or something. Right, right. It's. I think that we've learned an awful lot through this. Yeah. Uh, there's been a tremendous amount of money put into research. There's been uh, development of new technologies so many things have changed in the last yeah. two years it just it's it's going to open the door for improvements in many things besides viruses i mean it's going to be new treatments for cancers all kinds of things that are going to come directly from this covid research you know that's that's you and i have talked about this before uh, over the years uh some of the things that are developed for one disease actually can be utilized for other diseases and sometimes maybe be more effective for the other diseases. And um, it, it's just like um, all of our great inventors over the years, they work and they work and they work. And, uh, and maybe it, they're only 3 or 4% effective in what they're trying to accomplish, but eventually they do. So it, right. it's it's a uh, we're lucky to have uh, great people in this world, and you're you're one of them. You have a bedside manner that uh, you're frank with all of your patients who come before you, and and you're you're a good friend to all of them. Uh, but it, it's just like. Uh, we see in the movies sometimes uh, th that uh, there's a great doctor there. Nobody's perfect, but you make people feel better when you're taking care of them. Well, I don't know, Truman. You raised the bar a little high. I'm, no, I, I didn't. I think that, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I enjoy what I do, yeah. but it's, it's something that you never really feel like you know enough or you're good enough, and it, you worry and you work and you study to try to make sure that you do the best you can. Yeah. But there are always people smarter. There are always going to be people who have different and better skills. That's part of life. Mm -hmm. But you do the best you can with what you got. And that that's the main thing, I think. You have always, um, uh, as I've looked at you, you're in the right place at the right time. And I remember when you first became our doctor over at the sheriff's office, you took care of all the prisoners who came through there. And, and you guys developed a relationship with each and every one of the prisoners that was there. And you made it so much easier on us uh, for them knowing that they do have somebody that's, that cares about them and they are going to... Uh, um, 
make their lives a more comfortable, you might say. And um, I, I, I don't know how you've done it because they come in here uh, in, in Murfreesboro. A lot of them are not from here. And they, uh, they have that um, mentality, and, and a lot of them have come from uh, situations where they're going to bring diseases in there. And you've always been able to quarantine them. And uh, uh, many of them had many, many bad habits, especially with drugs and things like that. And it, it makes it tougher. You make it a lot easier on the staff at the sheriff's office knowing that you're there and your people are there. Well, I appreciate that. I, I've taken care of many people after they've gotten out of jail yeah. that have wanted to come and see me for different things and try I try to help them and make sure that they get what they need or if I'm not the right person I get them referred to the right person yeah um, that's that's always the goal yeah. but uh, you know dealing with the inmate population is it's a special type of public health care yeah because inmates are really a vulnerable population they're people who have limited access they mm -hmm. you know in our country anybody can go to the er but the er is a very short-term answer for most th most things yeah. it, it's not what you need to take care of hypertension or diabetes or heart disease or many many things i mean the er is a a place to go just for that emergency treatment and admission if you need it or discharge yeah and so finding access to a, a doctor is sometimes very hard for people and you know I, I have people contact me really almost every day because they can't find the kind of doctor they need mm -hmm. they need a therapist or they they need a doctor that is say a cardiologist or whatever branch of medicine or surgery they need it's like the appointments are always out months yeah. you know they get an appointment for six months and i mean by then they think they're going to be dead yeah. and so they need help getting in the system and you know and we live in our healthcare system in america is is damaged it's it's really difficult to access but most healthcare in the world is yeah. i mean i think we have probably the best especially for people who have very serious problems now the socialized medicine that's in canada and europe is probably best for just the average person yeah but if you need anything done like an mri or heart surgery or anything like that that's where you get into these very long wait times in Canada and Europe. In America, if you need something done, you can get it done today or tomorrow yeah. like that. I mean, if you need a, like an emergency MRI or uh, emergency uh, pacemaker placement, you can, get, you can get in and get that done. You're, they're not going to give you a wait time of six months. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, there are more uh, imaging centers in Seattle and Detroit than there are in all of Canada because they just don't pay for it and the Canadians that need it come to our country to get it. 
One thing they did do well, though, uh, when the Vietnam War was ending, you know, a lot of uh, physicians uh, were able to jump on some of the boats and head away from uh, Vietnam at the time, and Canada opened them up. Uh, they were actually uh, looking for them. They opened up for the uh, uh, medical people in Canada and just open arms. They they wanted them there. There's some places in Canada where uh, Vietnamese is, is the number one language simply because... Uh, they saw a specific need for them. And, and um, you know, uh, one of our good friends, uh, uh, her sister is, is a uh, physician uh, in um, Canada, and they do pretty good. But our way of dealing with patients and things, um, and you just mentioned it, uh, we're we far uh, we're far ahead of most countries when it comes to uh, medical practice. Right, and at the same time, it's very limited in other ways. That if you do not have a good insurance policy, or uh, or you can pay cash, mm-hmm. it's hard to get in for just routine things. Yeah, and get in for just regular care. You know, th- a lot of people will call a doctor and they'll say well your um, insurance isn't taken here or they'll say you have to have um, a premature uh, a um, pre-authorization uh, for to, to, for even a visit much mm-hmm. less a test it it the logistics of the administration of medicine is much more difficult than it used to be when I started practice uh, now you need almost one person in an office dedicated to spending all their time on the telephone. Isn't that and, something? You know, because it takes that. I mean, what everything you do, you end up needing either some type of image or some type of procedure done. Mm-hmm. And all of that has to, you have to go through these very lengthy phone calls to get authorization and permission to get it done. Very difficult. I've had that trouble, uh, uh, and, and you, uh, when you have have surgery, it used to be you mentioned Tommy Johns. He had his office over there on Greenland Drive, and uh, he had his whole staff pretty much took care of each person that came in there. There was no wait. They knew each person. They they knew their uh, medical background, and. Uh, I talked to Tommy Johns later in, in in life. Of course, a lot of people went with TOA, which, which is um, uh, those that usually do uh, the operating on individuals who have had um, um, maybe injuries on their knees and whatever, shoulders. Everybody uh, was pretty much an, an expert on each one of those. And you go over there, and it takes forever to get through the admin stuff. In 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 the old days, that wasn't true. You would go in and be taken care of immediately, pretty much. And I know that Tommy was thinking about, uh, and I know this to be accurate, to leaving TO8, going back to his 
practice where it would be um, all of his patients coming in together and and there was no um, people like me I, I have no uh, uh, n no knowledge at all about computers I'm just completely lost when it comes they have all these computers set up for you in a lot of these places in the hospitals and it takes forever to get through all of those things. So you just sit there and sit there. You have lost time. And it's, it's hard on people as you get older to sit there and endure all of those things. So um, in, in, in a lot of ways, things have improved, but a lot of ways it's gone backwards. And when you lose that uh, um, ability to have a, a relationship with your patients that's not a good thing it's very difficult and uh, you know i think that that thought that uh, he might have had about going back to that style was probably more of a fantasy than a reality uh, in the reality of the world today it's so much intertwined the hospital's relationship with the insurance companies the insurance company's relationship with a malpractice company, uh, it, you, you and just, with the pharmacies, <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, all of that makes it very difficult to, to try to be independent. Very few doctors will go into practice now by themselves. It's it's almost impossible, and so you know it, it sounds great it's, but it would it, hurt your in some ways it would hurt your relationships with the hospitals well it would and and your patients yeah. because you know if your patients get bills for things that should be covered and the only reason it wasn't covered was you did not do a pre-authorization pre because you didn't have enough people they would not like you pretty soon it seems like the insurance companies uh, have a strong hold, very strong hold, uh, on what goes on in the medical industry. Well, look at who has the biggest buildings. Yeah, and and probably ha have more people in Washington lobbying than any other yeah. group. <clears throat> yes, of course, they do. And I think that you know we have you have to accept changes that are real, that are bigger than you can control. Yeah, and it's part of part of life. I mean, a, a lot of the new medicines. When I when I started practice, a new medicine would come on the market, and we viewed it as expensive if it was more than a dollar a day. Mm -hmm. That's a joke now. I mean, you know, inhalers for asthma are three hundred dollars. Good gosh! I mean, you know, they used to be forty dollars, and you know, uh, insulin. Some a lot of the new insulin therapies are three or four hundred dollars for a vial, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's just the way it is. I mean, and it's funny because I'll have an older patient one time that you know they'll come in and they'll find out how much their medicine costs and they'll say, "Oh, you must get a kickback from the drug company." <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I I laugh and I say, "No." No, they keep it all themselves. Yeah, no, I don't get any kickback. You know, and they think, oh, do you do insider trading? No, don't do that either. And you know, it's like, 
They actually say that? My uh, gosh. Uh, well, I've got a few uh, <laughs> older people that don't, they don't have a filter. Yeah. And, and they'll say anything, really. But it's pretty funny. But I understand the frustration. I, I really do. Because, it, you know, people also think that if they have a payment source like TenCare or Medicare that the full bill is paid. Yeah. Well, those are very low negotiated rates for doctors. Mm -hmm. I mean, and most of the income for doctors now overall is related to procedures that they do. And doctors that don't do procedures, like, say, a pediatrician mm -hmm. or an internist, they make much, much less money than doctors who do procedures, like, say, an orthopedic surgeon yeah. or a neurosurgeon. Uh, those pay much better, or an ophthalmologist. Um, and so that's life. I mean, that's that started with the beginning with Medicare, when Medicare started paying for things mm -hmm. before, I mean, about the time I was born. And so, you know, that's, uh, it's set up in the system. It's the way it is. And I think we have to learn that as healthcare changes, we have to accept it. Yeah. Now we, you need to be informed and you need to be an educated consumer. And so the more you can learn, the better, because it'll help you navigate through the medical system. But that navigation is hard for some people who they get, uh, you know, they, maybe they're not able, they don't understand. Yeah. They may have other disabilities. And so I think, um, I, I encourage people always to read all they can. Uh, and don't watch television. Yeah, don't. No, no. If you, if you think everything is like either, um, uh, what is it, Chicago Med or, you know, Marcus Welby or, you know. <laughs> well, you know, when you get older, of course, you, you, you've got more time to sit there and watch and things like that. It drives you crazy because you've got Medicare commercials about every five minutes that are hitting you in the face. Right. And then you've got all, all these other um, uh, medicines that ha maybe have just come out or whatever. I, I don't like to watch them anyway. But uh, uh, if you notice, you, you get to watch the actors and all those that are portraying everything. And then when you get down to... Uh, uh, the information that you need to have, it's so small you can't read it. So they're able to get by with that. And I don't know why in the world that, that uh, uh, it hasn't been related back to the people that what you're actually seeing and hearing is not accurate. And, and, but they still get to push it. All that information that makes it look like it's something and it's not well it's difficult because it's not so much that what they put on their ads is inaccurate it's just not the full story yeah that, but may that be, that's the little bitty print right, right. yeah there, there's a lot more to the story than they tell you yeah you know and for example one of the new treatments for lung cancer is an it's an biologic they call it it's mm -hmm. related to the immune system it's manufactured in china it's co-marketed by 
an American company, mm -hmm. but it comes from China. All the studies were done in China, which who knows what that means. Yeah. And it gets brought over here and it's sold under the American company's name mm -hmm. as though it's all American. It's not. And, it, and it's very misleading because the treatment may or may not be as good as they advertise because you can only trust Chinese so far. I mean, and you, you know, can't trust them at all. It, it's, it's limited. Yeah. And so, you know, there are things like that that really make inadequate knowledge the problem. We, do, we are not to told the whole story. Mm -hmm. And that makes it difficult. And I think that so many of our medicines now are made in China. And I think there's, gonna, there's a move to bring all that back. But it's going to flow with wherever people make the most money. That's the way it always works. And so if they can make more money by making the medicines in China or Mexico or wherever, that's where they'll make them. Yeah. I know that it seems like the insurance, I, I, I hate to just keep attacking the insurance companies, but they deserve it. And, and it, it really bothers me when they get into your, they not only uh, get into the pockets of the people that are paying the money for the, their protection or whatever, but they get into the, the pockets of the doctors, they get into the pockets uh, of the of the druggists, the pharmaceutical companies, and things like that. And is is are they ever ever investigated up to the point that uh, will make things fair across the board? I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. They basically lobby Washington. They control the laws that are written, and they're all in their favor. Yeah. And I think that's the American way. I thought we had uh, laws on monopolies and things like that. It seems like it, it, people are able to bypass that with well, very little effort. I think it the effort is considerable. It costs a lot of money to buy good votes, and you know, and so, <laughs> it, 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 so I think. Excuse me. That's, I can't help yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not cheap. Yeah, but but wasn't that? I'm going to bring bring up the name uh, Donald Trump when he went into uh, Washington and became president. That was one of his main goals, but uh, uh, it's very difficult for even someone with the power of a president of the United States to um, um, attack the swamp and win, isn't it? I think that it's incredibly difficult. Um, it's yeah. just, it's almost insurmountable because it's, it's the whole system that you're attacking. Yeah. And it's all like a web. It's it's integrated and it makes it um it gives it a certain inertia to where you just can't move it. Yeah. You you just can't change it, you can't push it. You you might, you know, trim it up a little bit around the edges, but to change the core of it is I can't imagine. 
the one thing that's bothered me more than anything else in in the last 15, 20 years is I don't trust the media. And the media has always been our uh, <coughs> a voice. That's where we learn what's going on in our world. Uh, and I, I have just totally uh, been... I, I won't watch it. I will not watch media anymore. And and I used to just just absolutely be just tuned in no matter what it, the story was. I wanted to hear what was going on. And I'm totally lost on it anymore. It's I think that's one thing the Internet has definitely changed yeah. is we now have an awareness of how much the media is biased. Mm-hmm. It gives us one side of the story and they all say the same thing and so you can you know if if the word of the day is it's like under george bush they would say when there was talk about hubris Mm -hmm. it's a hubris 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 and it'd be every channel used hubris yeah it's the same thing now they all use the same words and when they come up with a uh, a line of attack which they almost perfected with donald trump yeah was it was everybody said the same thing and now we're seeing how much donald trump was correct in the things that are coming out now Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to get into that politics but the media is biased yeah and i think to believe the mainstream news media outlets if you don't have that awareness that you're being led then you're just not awake yeah let's take a quick break okay from nhc's adams place home of premier senior living on memorial boulevard it's the truman show on news radio wgns on fm 101.9 and am 1450 murfreesboro fm 100.5 smyrna and streaming at wgnsradio.com Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. It's very friendly. Everyone here seems to want to make friends and be your friend. And the staff is fabulous. Betsy, who is the director of activities, is fabulous. She's always having something going on. We have music at least once a week, wine and cheese, and there's all sorts of different type of activities. I would highly recommend Adams Place. Are you looking for some good used furniture? Well, today's your lucky day. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at budstireprostn.com. 
Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Tennessee's gas prices are on the rise. AAA says the average cost of a gallon of gas in Tennessee is up to $3.29. The price increased $0.03 cents just last week. Most expensive markets in the state are Memphis at $3.34, Nashville at $3.33, and Chattanooga at $3.32. Some lawmakers are pushing for the expansion of passenger rail service Amtrak into Music City. A recently released concept map connects Memphis, Nashville, Chattanooga, and Atlanta with passenger lines. State Representative Jason Powell says he plans to introduce a bill to establish a Tennessee Agency of Rail and Public Transportation to help make expanded rail service a reality in the state. The $66 billion earmark for passenger rail service in the last year's federal bipartisan infrastructure bill would be the largest investment in Amtrak since its creation. The Department of Defense is reporting the death of an airman from Middle Tennessee. The DOD announced yesterday 27-year-old Staff Sergeant Dennis Melton was killed in a non-combat-related situation February 18th. Melton died at Nigerian Air Base 101 after being deployed with the 768th Expeditionary Air Base Squadron. Melton was from Waverly. The rain in the mid-state not over yet. The National Weather Service in Nashville says even more rain expected into Thursday and Friday. Up to three inches are expected in some areas through Friday morning. And bald eagles are now nesting at Radnor Lake State Park. It's the first ever successful nest documented at the park, and only the fourth confirmed in Davidson County. Information on how to view the bald eagles is available at the Radnor Lake Park Visitor Center or by searching radnorlake.org. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. The Good Neighbor Network, on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's most trusted source for local news. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Few scattered showers and thunderstorms possible late this afternoon. Otherwise, cloudy skies, a high in the low 70s. Southeast winds of 15 to 20 miles per hour, gusting as high as 30. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 62. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. You can. Dr. Dr. Rudd has got an, an appointment that he's got to be there in 10 minutes. No, at 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock. So yeah. I want you guys up in the studio to know that. So that's when we will go off. But uh, I think he needs to stay here. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Well, you know, I wanted to be here. I, um, I know that you're planning on uh, retiring, retiring uh, here next month. And I want to tell Actually, you. Actually, the first day of the month. 
first day of the month. Yeah, and, March the 1st. And, you know, I really want to tell you how much uh, you've meant to the community, to me, to so many people here. And, you know, thank you for all you've done. Thank you for the work. Uh, this last part of your career being on the radio, it, it's such a great show to be able to bring the community together, have all different types of people, very interesting groups of uh, discussions, uh, just really, really nice. And I'm going to miss that. And, I, you know, I want you to, uh, to know how much you are appreciated. Well, you know, uh, Danny, being at the sheriff's office like you have been, uh, we were all uh, – I've never understood the divisions that go on in a community and in places uh, across the country. And uh, at the sheriff's office, we were all family. And you think we had a common goal to make sure that the community was safe and that everybody – uh, enjoyed each other. I mean, even, uh, you talk about all the way across the board, whether it be in in the jail or or uh, the patrol officers out on the street, the the drug investigators, the detectives. Um, everything was just one big happy family, and that's one thing that we we always want to push that. Uh, each person can get along with the next person. It's not a very difficult thing. It's just enjoying people and enjoying life. And uh, that's one thing that uh, I loved about our guys that worked over there at the SO for so many years. And um, I see some of the things that are going on in the media where um, officers are attacked. And these people are in there every day pushing to make our communities better and, uh, and to have someone attack those things. And I know that you do a terrific job over at uh, taking care of the, the sheriff's office, jail, and the, and the workhouse, and, and you make sure that those people are living in a, a safe condition and things like that. And then when I see something that comes across, and I, I guess it's more political than anything, where you have uh, uh, people that come in and they may have uh, drugs that are almost impossible to find on them, and then they'll give it to somebody else. And then, of course, we all know that that the drug industry is not safe when it's being run by people who are outside the medical industry. And well, it's it's very difficult. You know, I, I saw today where uh, in an apartment in Denver yesterday, I think, they found five people dead yeah. from fentanyl. Yeah. And, you know, and I think, of you know, this last year, over 100,000 overdose deaths. Yeah. This is is truly the scourge of our time. Yeah, it, it's a terrible epidemic, and it's mostly from drugs that are brought in by the cartels, mm -hmm. that are either made in China, or they're made in Mexico or another third world country. Mm -hmm. And I think that to see the the strength of these medicines and how little it takes to yeah. kill you, 
it it scares me. It scares me for our our young people. It scares me for uh, the next generations because unless somebody gets really serious and and very harsh with these groups, mm-hmm. this is going to take our country down. This is a very serious problem, and you know. I, I hope and pray that the generations that are to follow can come up with the strength to deal with it. Now, fentanyl, it, it is so dangerous that only a small amount can kill you. It, it, it's almost like it, it, it's almost an invisible drug that, that, that can take you out. Yes, and they make uh, variants of the fentanyl. Mm-hmm. that are even much stronger. And so fentanyl is not the end of the line. Yeah. It's There are many others that they can make that are much more deadly. And, you know, and you get to the point where you just say, dead is dead. I yeah. mean, you know, and you can make it stronger and stronger, but that what they do is they lace other drugs with it, like cocaine or mm-hmm. ecstasy or uh they put it in marijuana and when yeah. you smoke the marijuana you get it i mean uh, their creativity is without limit as far as what they can do to get this drug out there and um it it's a it's a terrible problem that we have now i i just hope and pray that uh, there will be some strong action taken to uh stop this it's one of those you think about how long it takes to process a uh, person who has been arrested and taken to the jail it's a long long process anymore isn't it most people don't realize that but just the booking process um, and and then you have to isolate those incoming prisoners and 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 go through all the examinations and things and a lot of them have um, places in their bodies that they will hide all of these things that uh, uh, when they bring them in and it's hard to have the numbers to take care of all that you have your uh, nurses and 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 people that have to examine them and all the things that are going on it it's hard to have the numbers and hard to have people who want to go uh, uh work in those type of of situations um you guys do a great job over at the sheriff's office taking care of all that well thank you we we certainly try and yeah. you know it's an ongoing effort and it takes um watching and and still it's easy to miss things so yeah um but we try but uh, i'm gonna have to slip away and i hate that truman but i just want to thank you again for having me on you're leaving early <laughs> what time is it 10 50 so i have nine minutes to get there and so uh but uh thank uh, you murfreesboro police department uh danny road what are you driving today <laughs> Uh, come I'm, on I'm, I'm come driving on. a red corvette that has the top off no i'm <laughs> kidding 
<laughs> well, I guess you're going to be safe now. Yeah, then, yeah, I'll be okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, I, I have enjoyed you so much. Of course, we're still going to be friends. But, yeah. But uh, uh, I'm uh, going to miss you being on the show because it's always interesting. And I love uh, listening to everything that you uh, expound on, and I, I I can't keep up with you a lot of times. Well, thank you, Truman. Thank you. Uh, and thank I'll talk you, to Danny. you soon. All righty. Bye-bye. And you guys over there uh, at the um, radio station uh, uh, and everybody listening, we still got to uh, the uh, Tuesday. Uh, actually, it's a t week from today. And anybody that wants to uh, call in or stop by during the, the, this next seven days, I would love to hear from you. I'm, I'm already hearing from you off the air, but... Uh, uh, this has been a true, true uh, blessing for me to be on and talk to you. I've got so many friends that uh, have been made since the, the, the radio station started and uh, many, many more that uh, friends that I made while I was at the sheriff's office. And you guys have been so kind to me and... It's something that I'll treasure for the rest of my life. And uh, it was a hard decision to make as far as um, leaving uh, the radio. And uh, it's, um, it's, it's still a, a hard decision, but I, I made it. And when I make a decision, I stick to it. And uh, if anybody, uh, some of the guests that have been on, if you want to stop by, Sometime during the next uh, se uh, seven days. Of course, Saturday and Sunday is off. But uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you again, being with you, uh, listening to some of the things that you have to say. And uh, I'll always love you guys. So uh, uh, at the radio station, yes. I'm going to sign off. You're signing off already? I'm signing off already, Brian. All of these, All of these years. Yes. Well, not yet for the years. Well, but, I mean, uh, you go off early for the first time in 11 years. I mean, what's happening? Well, I tell you what. I was listening to you and John this morning, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and uh, I don't know what it was, but I got to thinking, you guys are so much better than me, I, you, uh, but you outnumber me. Uh, it's, it's the three of you, but uh, John... Uh, I don't know. I don't always agree with John. I don't know exactly what it is, hmm. but I agree with you most of the time. So really? you can tell him that next time you run into oh, him. Oh, you bet. You know I'm going to do that. Cor, he was an educator, as we all know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just just to clarify with everybody, your last show is? Tuesday. Tuesday, March 1st. The next, the next Tuesday, yeah, March the 1st. Okay. And uh, then... Uh, that Wednesday, the next Wednesday, I'm going to sleep in late. You know that that'll be good. I I, I do. We're we're working on some plans. We, I mean, we get lots of questions too, and what are we going to do, and and that kind of thing. So our so plans, they're all glad I'm leaving. No, right? no, not glad. Yeah. Um, but they like what we have been able to do over the last several years during this time, and so we're mm -hmm. we're going to keep it local. And uh, but for a few weeks. Even after you're gone, they're still going to hear some of your best shows over the last 11 years. So just let people know that, too. 
I, actually, I was listening this morning, and uh, Dr. Howard was uh, the tape from our show was on this morning, uh, some time ago, mm-hmm. when he was uh, a uh, uh, on those suicide missions into Germany. They were flying into Germany. And he was talking about it. And when we did that show, I was fascinated. I, in fact, I could just sit back and just listen. To, it, it's amazing how many special people that we have right here in Rutherford County and how they've done so much. And and uh, he actually taught over at uh, English over at the university. And I think it was still uh, listed as the college instead of the university back then. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to get us a list of some of your favorite shows over the years, we'll we'll air those. They're all my favorites. Well, I know, I know. Your your most the ones that come to mind. You know, it's amazing how many guests we have lost over the years that yeah. have passed on, and uh, uh, they're great memories, but they're also sad memories in in that we did lose them. And well, here's the really cool thing about it is we have those memories archived they're there and uh you know i i look back over the podcast and see the name dan whittle pop up so much and oh yeah you know i miss him obviously but at least he lives on and in, in in those podcasts that we have we've got almost every one of the uh, 11 years of shows uh that are saved and you can go back and listen to any of them so uh, that's really cool to see some of the folks. Uh, Fane Haynes is another that I remember. Oh, you know, gosh, yes. You know, and, and there it's are great many more. stories. But, you you know, you, you, if the good thing for the radio station, Brian, is you don't have to hire anybody. You can just play those shows. And you don't have to pay them. Oh, wow. You, you never thought about that, did you? Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what that thing pay means, so what is, what is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a dream. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd uh, let folks know, kind of, we don't have solid plans, but we're working on some things, and I think it's going to be pretty exciting. But uh, we will certainly miss you, but uh, we'll have at least several more weeks of either live shows or some uh, best-of shows before we make a change to something new. Well, you know, you're not doing a whole lot, Brian. You no. could step in and take care of all that in, uh, in yeah. your leisure time. Let's see. That's all I need is a fourth hour every day to do, plus ball games. <laughs> <laughs> so. Bless your heart. We'll make well, I have enjoyed you very much, Brian. You, you're, uh, uh, they're very fortunate to have you with, with all of your uh, things that you're involved in. You do it at a high level. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I guess that's it, huh? Uh, I'm looking at my watch. Yeah, that that's about it. All right. Well, we'll check you out tomorrow. Who's coming on tomorrow? It's tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, the uh, DAR ladies are going to be on tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 they do such a great job for this community and for our country and the dar across the nation are one of the strongest part of our country that keeps it together so they're a blessing good stuff well i guess we'll see you then all right see you brian
from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.